This DYM podcast is brought to you by LeaderTrex. Go to serve, return, ready to lead. On a LeaderTrex mission trip, you'll serve and get out of your comfort zone. And through the program, your students will learn how to lead. They'll bring back that leadership and confidence to your youth ministry, and it will make a difference the rest of the year. Learn more and sign up at LeaderTrex.org. And since we love DYM, listeners get 10% off resources by using the code DYM10 at LeaderTrex.org. Three, two, one. Hey, hey everybody! Welcome to. <laughs> Katie didn't do it. Katie didn't do it. I watched her. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hear it either. Suspicious. Yes. And speaking of show, this is the Download Youth Ministry Podcast. Hello. This is episode three hundred and twenty. Three. Yes, Doug it Fields is. here, awesome. sitting next to That's senior so pastor Jason wow. Carson, Hello, who is by the Queen Katie Edwards, of junior high ministry extraordinaire, and uh, the the people's man. <laughs> and Josh is also here. Josh what do we got on tap for today, Griffin. Doug? <laughs> Author, speaker, what do we have on tap? Co-founder of Download Youth Ministry. That's right. And Lacroix spokesmodel. Lacroix. I'm drinking natural passion fruit. Today it's delicious. The crotch, and, <laughs> and the only one who really, the only one who looks at the camera. I kind of forget we have a camera, but then I notice Josh is always. Well, someone we're having lunch with some friends. No, I know. Right I know. now, I know. we're hanging out, and yeah, like you're really you good at that. Oh. I play so, the camera. Just me and Joel Osteen. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> From what I hear, I would never watch that. Obviously, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, every that's, Sunday that's morning. That's where you get your messages from. <laughs> and then I put them on DYM. It's perfect. Yeah. You both have a smiley demeanor. Hey, so. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah We're, totally. I just want to help people find their best life today. No. Yeah. No, just today. <laughs> Actually, we should put, make that a contest with some of our, our um, like Jeff Self and some of our clever, creative yeah. listeners. Like, how is Josh Griffin like Joel Osteen? Oh, yeah. Let's oh, do that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. I don't know. Whether the game, whether it's a bunch of series of tweets. This is a question and answer show about youth ministry. We take questions from our <laughs> viewers and listeners. Hey, but first of all, let's... Uh, Let's thank our sponsors. We have our primary sponsor, Orange, and the crowd says, Orange, Orange, Orange. Uh, Orange has highschoolcamp.com. They have the orangeconference.com. They're joining us and Fuller Youth Institute for the Youth Ministry Leadership Exchange. YMLX, be there. Which is February in Atlanta. Not far away at all. They are very, very fun. Josh and I were actually on the phone with Reggie Joyner. We are. uh, He's earlier today. He's a good dude. I love him. I'm a fan. Fantastic. He's great. We're also sponsored by Tostitos. Tostitos Party Chips. (laughs) The scoops that just scoop up a little bit of salsa in every bite. That's Tostitos. (laughs) (laughs) Tostitos.com. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Oh, dude, if we could get Tostitos. Uh, it would be fun. Did you know in their logo, it's there's yeah, two we people? Have to, we have to settle for leader tracks and YM360. YM360, leader tracks. Uh, but look, look in the tracks. Wait, wait, wait. In the Tostitos logo, there's two people enjoying chips and salsa. Have you ever noticed that before? Yes, I have. Yes. In the logo? In the logo. Look at you the, see the two T's. 
Oh. It's a party in the logo. Oh, yeah. That's no, not T O T. You guys should think about that. T O S. T whatever. No. Yeah, uh, leader, leader Tracks, who <laughs> probably paid for that bag of testes. Thank you, Leader Tracks. We love you. Thank you. Um, they have a spring break trip. Your summer trip experience are often the most important weeks in your ministry calendar. Every year, students build lifelong relationships with others, experience real change, and dive deeper into the adventure that God has for their lives. Both everything that's packed into your summer calendar, it's hard to imagine fitting another trip in. That's why they're doing a spring break trip. That's right. That's when Doug got married, to get out of spring break trips. March 23rd, <laughs> 1985. <laughs> you know, Plus, Leader wow. is also doing our student leadership conference with us. And we would love to have you join us at our student leadership conference. Josh and I are going to be there. Did you know Heather Fleece is coming, Katie? To oh. student leadership? That's yeah. amazing. Yes. Yeah. She is incredible. Everyone we just got to hang out with her. She's at, the best. Yes. Yeah. She's I fun. Um, and that is in Granger, Indiana, Indiana which is right. about an hour south of Chicago. That's south right. of Chicago, Josh? If you live anywhere in the Midwest. I think you it's west, east yeah. of Chicago. Oh, east well, of Chicago. Whatever. It's, it's around drive. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the um, Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> They're all the same. Ohio, Illinois. It's yeah. July 9th through eleventh. It's the most inexpensive yeah. conference in the country. Yeah, I mean Tostitos makes party sized bags of chips, but SLC is gonna be a party this year. That's called student leadership conference. That was hey. like the dumbest thing I've ever said. <laughs> I want this to be the Tostito show. Keep going. Okay. You know, I'm drinking Enjoy. water for my body, but that student leadership conference will be water for your soul. Wow. That was a little better. Hey. Yeah, I think it was worse. I thought... This is a question from a Scott Stentz. What's the most effective system of follow-up you've implemented? Postcards. Oh. Everybody loves postcards. <laughs> Send them a postcard. Oh. Nobody gets mail. It's fun. It's true. I'm serious. <laughs> I think postcards are awesome. Okay, so you send a postcard to follow up. Yeah, for kids who are missing. Yeah, like hey, we missed you. Missed you this week at small group. Here's a fun postcard. Mm. Yeah. Good one. Love okay. Josh. Love Josh. Love Josh. And they won't miss That's next nice. week. I guarantee you. Sign them all. No, I mean honestly, my kids—they're—they're. They're, I have several teenagers in my house, and we get postcards occasionally, and they are a big deal. Like, whoa, you got mail? What? They're a big deal. Yeah, they are a big deal. Yeah, yeah people love getting something. Yeah, in the they're mail. fun. Yeah, I like getting checks in the mail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a nice surprise. It is a nice surprise. <laughs> it's lovely. Or yeah. Tostitos in the mail. No, so I'll yeah. stop. I'll stop. Yeah. But Amazon Prime, you could get Tostitos in the mail. <laughs> in yeah. an hour. You've just moved into senior pastor humor. Oh, <laughs> is it that bad? Ow. Oh, I'll go put on a tie now. Oh. Um, no, I follow up. Follow up's tricky. Follow up, I feel like, is something that I would continue to tweak and change and try to improve. And it was, it, I never felt like I ever mastered follow up. I think the word, fo I think the follow-up has to be defined. So why are you doing follow-up and for, you know, like what's the purpose of it? Are you just taking attendance and you just want to do attendance and follow up on kids missing attendance? Or you want to follow up on prayer requests or, you know, like really just kind of understanding how you want to do follow-up. If you just want somebody checking in with kids, I think having other leaders on your team, having oh, yeah. small group leaders doing weekly check-ins and that kind of follow-up, mm -hmm. I think that's one of the most effective ways is relational follow-up of checking oh, yeah. in. But, it, you know, again, I think you just have to kind of define why you want to do follow-up because I think sometimes we think we're failing all the time at it, 
but we might just be failing at, oh, I didn't get, I'm not getting great attendance or I'm not following up on this little piece. But if people are checking in with kids and relational with kids each week, then that's great follow-up too. So just really kind of defining what kind of follow-up do you want to do? I think with the, if it, in, in light of assimilation, like if uh, I remember that was the hardest thing in the, that we just never got a grasp on. Like we always had a big plan. We would whiteboard about it all the time. What's the best way to follow up with kids that have, that just came to the youth group and how to, you know, so we had a plan that what if we sent them a, a letter, a little packet, some uh, the, the calendar, some info to their parents. Uh, one of the small group leaders could call them. Uh, we could make sure we make their birthday special all year long, uh, uh, just to kind of check in on them. And obviously you text them, you could do it all kinds of yeah. varied ways. But boy, if, if, if you get, I think that the couple times that it was rolling good with us was when somebody really owned it. Somebody said, yeah, I want to make sure I do sit down and write down all the birthday postcards. And so we had, Mm -hmm. we had, we had a kid in the youth group that just took that as their ministry. I'm going to write birthday cards. They wrote a less than a paragraph message, wishing them a happy birthday from the everyday youth group. And you're a great kid, you know, great friend. We love having you here, making it special. Then another person took it on them to do the newcomers. So anytime a new kid came, so that kind of, I think the postcard is just money. You know, any kid, anytime kids get something in the mail, it's great. Yeah. It's fun. It's good. I like the, um, when you were saying birthday, my mind went to, I get a birthday card every year from Zondervan publishing company and Harvest House. Oh, wow. That's nice. No, they're. Waste of I always think, why are you sending this to me? Corporate style. Oh, it's like got 18 signatures on it of people I don't know or I've never met. And, and so it's I, not personal? No, no. It's just, you can just tell those guys are mm. pissed off, sitting at their desk, writing author. They're just signing their name to 400 cards. cards, yeah. Yeah. And, and so to me, it, something has to be higher touch throughout the, throughout the year. Like mm-hmm. if, I really, if they were really wanting to nurture a relationship, it's don't just send me a remote... Right. birthday card that has An automatic no, text that your system generates when I don't show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's better than a text right. getting this card, but if I'm like, I don't, I don't hear from you all year round. Yeah. So to me, I think the follow up is best in context of a small group. Yeah. So that small yeah. group leader, I mean, all we, we, we teach all the time with small groups. You're their, you're their youth pastor. You're yes. their shepherd. You're their caretaker, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're their mentor, whatever it is. That follow-up should take best take place in the context of a small group. Well, now, if somebody's not in a small group, then it puts the pressure on, you right. know, the youth pastor or whoever it is yep. to create some follow-up. <laughs> but some high touch is it just to? I, I like what you said, Katie. Is it what's the purpose? Is it just to say you were missed because we're taking attendance and that's how we know you're missed? <laughs> you know, but anything yeah. personal is more powerful. And I guess there's a couple different audiences too. So there's a big difference between a kid who comes for the very first time and a kid who is in a small group and part of your congregation. So, you know, maybe there are a couple of different types, you know, and there's a first touch for a first timer, but then what does ongoing, you know, Mm -hmm. the ongoing touch look like for kids who are part of your group? So, and I, I would say it has to be simple. Because there's For a sustained things yeah. all along over a long period of time. Someone's going to drop brutal. the ball. It's That's gonna, where we if die. It's super yeah. complicated. Yeah. If it's not quick, easy, done, and you're on to the next. We've never been able to maintain it. Yes, the sustained, long-term, complicated follow-up plan will not happen. Yeah. So keep it simple. And I was going to say to your point about if they miss, like just because we're, 
you know, language is important. I know you're saying this too. I just think like when you, if you write him a card to say, we, we, you know, careful with your language. We notice you haven't been here in three weeks. <laughs> you know, condescending, something like, but just to say, you know, this place isn't the same without you. We love you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's good. Well, I actually still tease, I still good. tease Matt McGill. I mean, now 20, when he was an intern, he was doing follow up and he wrote an email or a letter, our records reflect. Oh. <laughs> So I can still, warm, I can still, right there. That still has become a catchphrase for us over 20, you know, well, you know, our records reflect. Uh, our records reflect we haven't been to lunch in a while, yeah. so we need to rectify that. That is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And does it say to whom that's it may good. concern? Because <laughs> that's the ultimate. Dear to the resident at 33. Dear yeah. student of this ministry. Okay, this is uh, from uh, Anonymous, first time caller, long time listener. Oh, wow. What do you have for student ministers who are doing ministry? out in the middle of nowhere and they might feel isolated i'll hang up and listen student ministers or like teenagers who are serving does no, it mean student like, ministers who oh, are doing yeah. ministry on the middle of nowhere and oh, might yeah. feel isolated yeah yeah yeah. well uh, i mean one of the things for the i mean that what is does i'll hang up and listen me first time Answer. caller first time caller long time listener have you not ever like listened to a radio program you have to listen to like dr laura Howard Stern. Where people call and go, hi, first time caller, long time listener. Yeah, but then the, why are they going to hang up? They left they're a just voice. Gonna they're keeping the, the metaphor going uh, throughout no, that's the deal. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. <laughs> Great to have you here. Hey, yeah, this week Jason's last show. Yeah, thank you. It was a good run. It's been a pleasure people being with you guys. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. So, isolated youth ministry, middle of a cornfield, Nebraska. Wherever. Don't you think that part What's of the, Nebraska, Josh? I thought Antarctica. It's the <laughs> same, <laughs> same difference I from what I Des Moines, Iowa. It's okay. just south of Chicago. That's <laughs> Nebraska and Iowa. We love you. Well, yeah, you start. Get a start. Well, I was just thinking that's why we've been doing this for ten years. Exactly. I You're mean, sitting here with us. I think part of the reason that there is a little bit of magic to the four of us sitting around talking youth ministry is because. For many youth workers who listen to it, this is their this is their staff meeting, yep. and I love hearing I love yeah. hearing that that yeah. um, you know hey I I have a lunch and I listen to the you know the show or yeah. you should I, say I have an appointment I'm sorry I can't meet with you today and then you go hang out with us in the church basement with a yes. bologna sandwich that's as good as it gets but I think part of it is when you when you don't have that immediate community if there's not a a um, network of youth workers that meets on a regular basis you know you have to you have to find it and build yeah. it and this yeah. is one of the ways you do it we're not the only you know uh, podcast in town I think I get a weekly um, email from Justin Knowles about promoting his podcast oh um, yeah the other other student ministry podcast yeah, yeah but it's really not part of our network we have an unofficial yeah. official <laughs> network <laughs> you can watch five on. minutes Kills. with franks now that's a great show yeah, yeah. 15 minutes speaking of great shows that's a great show yet josh yeah <laughs> so uh, 12 so minutes I, with frank i think I it's called real catchy so i'm newer to this than you guys obviously but like i can't tell you how much just even these last couple of years i've had youth workers come up to me especially at the dym 100 to just say like, gosh, I feel like I know you, or you know, that's, you. you I, cool. I can't tell you how much you guys all mean to us. Like we, we do feel alone, and just sitting there hearing that, oh, you guys struggle too. Like it, it, the the support and the the community that this provides. Like, praise God. I yeah. Mean, I, that's yeah. why. I mean, I, I love you guys, but I love knowing that not only do I get to hang out with you doing this, but 
there's there's a ministry aspect that we can encourage people and yeah you know that, that everyone knows that we're screwing up too and this is a journey i started out in youth ministry in a <clears throat> at a really old church in the middle of rural michigan and felt very very alone didn't know what i was doing started really young and I think to, the world has changed today to bring us some really cool things. One, I feel like there are more conferences and gatherings than ever. So be a part of those. But those can still be cold, callous, big. I get that. Um, and I would say the, the real game changer, though, is the Facebook community. Like an example mm -hmm. of that would be the DYM community. Mm -hmm. Thousands of members. And some of the greatest discussion questions, the I've been there, the screenshots of a text that I got from a parent. It's a it's a protected a environment for just youth workers. And there is a little bit of venting and like, but it's there's also a shared experience. There is a I have been there, there's a you got this, there's a don't quit. It's a really, really vibrant, fun place for youth workers to hang out. And that, that didn't exist years and years ago, mm -hmm. back when we all started a youth mm -hmm. ministry. So it is a gift to youth workers today. And so I would say if you're all alone, and, and I joke about middle of nowhere, Nebraska or whatever, but that isn't necessarily true. You could feel really alone in the middle of a ton of people. Totally. And you need, you need a great community. And I would point them to Facebook right away. It's like type in DYM community. You're going to be blown away by what's there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really inspired by the people that are on that on That's a regular awesome. basis. The other day I was reading one about a guy who got let go. Yeah. And I don't chime in on many just... There's, I mean, there's so many posts. It's, it's crazy active, yes. But, um, you know, I went to chime in on this, and I was the 90th wow. post. So a guy had been let go mm. and was describing. And, I mean, you could just see people's hearts came to the table, people's yep. past, their so own good. wounds, their own, you know. Yeah, you can't feel alone there very no, long. No, no, yeah. especially if you share pain. Yep. Yeah. I would just say there's some stuff that is at your fingertips. So things like this are at your fingertips, yep. you know, and then there's some things that you, you do have to pursue and community is something that evolves over time. And that even changes over time. When I first started, a lot of people that I was in youth ministry network are not in youth ministry anymore. So it's something that, you know, no matter how, how however long you are in youth ministry, you mm -hmm. constantly need to be pursuing it. And I would say I'm in the middle of a lot of people, but I feel super alone in my ministry at times. And I hit things that I've never hit before. And, you know, it sometimes is getting outside of my, my immediate community that actually helps me the most. And so don't be intimidated to go to a youth pastor who is on a team or something like that. You don't only have to find other yeah. youth pastors who are like you. Mm -hmm. um, there are just, you know, all of us are kind of in the same boat. Um, it doesn't matter what our geography is. So just be willing to pursue people that, you know, uh, somebody who's at a large church down the road might be feeling as isolated and as lonely as you in some of the things that we're dealing with with teenagers. So it's good. be pursuing. It's like it. good. I like it. Oh, wait, Josh just said that. <laughs> um, well, as a co-host, it makes sense that we're just synced like that. Doug. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Um, a couple of questions <laughs> related to... Um, What's the best way to prevent burnout? This is from um, Larry Morrison, West Mobile Baptist, uh, Mobile, Alabama, who was at our DYM 100. Um, said, I've been in student ministry for 22 years. What is some encouragement from your side in staying strong and fresh? Yeah, it's a great question. Finding community. Finding community would be a great place <laughs> yeah. to start. So if jump you're on Facebook. Kind of what we just said nowhere. the network piece. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I just would say, you know, uh, always 
of course the cliche answer, but yeah, stay connected to the source, right? So um, if you, avoiding burnout, um, a couple of my old pastors kind of trained me and mentored me in this uh, pretty strong, telling me always that if you are burnt out, uh, there's a good chance you're not connected to the source. So I, the idea of a, a lamp with a, a plug, it's, it's not in the socket. You got to stay connected to the vine, like Jesus tells us in John 15. So uh, find that time to, to nurture your relationship with Jesus. Make sure you, that's number one. And then uh, make sure you, you have a personal life after that too, right? I mean, you got to stay connected to your wife, your husband. You got to stay connected to your kids. You got to stay connected to your neighbors and... Yeah, so it's still play. important. Yeah, and play a little bit. Yeah. Escape. I think there's Absolutely. there's something really healthy about that too. When was it, look at your calendar? When was the last time you had a meaningful day off at the very least? When was the last time you had a really significant vacation? Maybe that didn't involve other family members, so mm-hmm. you didn't go visit grandma's house because that not is a trip. yeah, not a trip, <laughs> but a vacation. A vacation. Yeah. There's a difference, and I think. Mm-hmm. Just looking at some of those really practical things. When was the last time you played? What? what can you or adventure. Find? Yeah, when's the last time you had adventure? Yeah, 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 exactly. I think, too, um, maybe creating a little bit of a tool for yourself that I think evaluation is always great to really kind of sit down. I mean, I love rest and play, of course, being connected. Um, but even just some really great questions to kind of help you process mm-hmm. and kind of identify why you're feeling what you're feeling. Have a few trusted friends, you know, um, or even just one that you invite into that process that can be gut level honest with you and that you can do the same. I think sometimes just really sitting down to evaluate who we are and where we're at. Are we using our strengths? Are we, you know, are we feeling valued? Some of those things just evaluating kind of big picture, I think helps. I agree. Yeah. Having people in your life that can see signs of it. Mm -hmm. You know, Josh was a very good friend of me last week. We were at the, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were at the Youth Specialties Conference in Memphis. And I had been on the road a week before. So I went out to speaking engagement Saturday, drove to another one on Sunday. Then Kathy met me. We had a couple of days, but then we hit Wednesday night, hit Memphis and it's just people like right. it's just on. You're answering mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. You're there. And I love it. There's, one workshop. The whole yeah. It's, bit. Booth, it's, it's my, DYM it's my world. And, you know, yeah. I'm like, it's like the Super Bowl when you get to see everybody and the whole bit and having a great time. But you know, every conversation drains you. Sure. You know, I mean, even as I, 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 I think I'm a former extrovert. I'm more of a <laughs> become an introvert. Yeah. 50-50 maybe. Yeah, yeah. I was just now. Anyway, but just so every every conversation, as much as I love it, if you're praying for whatever, it's it's like I, I'm just taken from yeah. you. I'm yeah. just taken from you. And um, I didn't have to speak on, I spoke on Saturday and I was done at like one o'clock, but my flight wasn't home till Sunday. And uh, Josh says, um, I said something like, well, Fadi was there and Fadi yeah. said, you know, how are you doing? And I said, Fadi, I just want to go home. <laughs> I got tender. I, I wanted to, you know, when you're with sure. somebody safe, you just yeah, let down. And Josh goes, why don't you go home? You don't need to be here. I got this. You know, we were supposed to speak at a, a thing for college students yeah, that night. Yeah, deal. Yeah, and Josh goes, I can, I can cover that. Yeah, and I still had workshops wow. to go. Yeah, he had to be booth there. booth was going to be open and it was... But it was when you, yeah, you see somebody in need, you take care of them. Yeah, that's good. Josh. Yeah. So I also, he owes me a favor now. So everybody, everybody wins. But I think 
too, not being afraid to ask for help too, to, you know, if you, if you are feeling some, you know, the fringes of burnout. So if you're feeling that go to someone and say, I'm feeling this, can you help me process it or talk about it? Don't be afraid. Don't wait until things get bad to bring people in. If you're, if you're even at the, the beginning stages, you know, send, you know, just tell people like, I need to be reassured or I just need you to sit with me or let me just kind of tell you all yeah. this stuff because yeah. I think sometimes we wait to ask for help until things are yeah. really really too far bad. gone I, I had a yeah. Wednesday night youth group uh, one time where I was so just done I was angry I was frustrated I was irritable I, I didn't want to be around people I was like ready to snap at people and just it, it, I was at the end of my rope and I uh, pulled aside two of my key leaders I, there's this there's this room off to the side kind of a prayer room and they laid hands on me and prayed for me oh, that's awesome. and they said you can go home we'll cover the night it was like oh my gosh and wow. i took them up because you would never release yourself from no, that night you would never, never be like i'm i gotta go home i'm never. out i'm out of it yeah. but you can't but i took them up on it good I for you and i moped <laughs> <laughs> went home it was it was honestly a terrible thought it, it was one of those days <laughs> where you that. just like I, I can quit this job right now oh yeah and you just feel like I don't want to be here. And they just said that they'll cover for me. I'll take it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Actually, I think that's maybe where I got my addiction to like diet sodas is <laughs> literally, I just wanted to escape at times. So right. even after youth group, before I'd go home, cause I knew I was either coming home to yeah. kids or responsibilities sure. or chores or whatever. I just go to, you know, Taco Bell and just sit by myself, you know, read the paper like do right. something yeah. non-youth yeah. groupy yeah uh and just detox it like because mm-hmm. <sighs> you're walking into another you know if you have a family with kids and stuff like that you're walking into another right. battlefield so it really is taken there's a lot of elements of preventing burnout but calendaring yeah not That's not great. allowing other people to make your agenda your schedule for you i mean we make yeah. a lot of rookie yeah. mistakes like yeah. you know when do you want to meet uh and then they tell you and you're like, oh, great. You said 630 in the morning. Now I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to meet at 630 in the morning, but right. I said whenever. Or 630 at night. When do you stop making rookie right. mistakes? Because I feel like I'm, I'm like 21 years in here <laughs> and I'm still making these rookie mistakes, right? Oh my gosh. When you become a senior pastor, you yeah, guys, yes. then your all mistakes are over. But you bring up an interesting point. I think just how we, we as youth workers, sometimes we like f- guilt and shame ourselves into staying through the I night or, there. you yeah. know, our pride or, you know, we have these things that we like hold so tightly to. And sometimes you need those, a couple people that are the trusted people that will help release you from yeah. shame and guilt and some of those things that we put on ourselves. Well, so. it actually goes full cycle to what you said earlier about being connected to the source. Right. Yeah. So when you're connected to the source, you're actually see things a little clearer mm-hmm. you're not living i mean you still your your approval issues and insecurities are always looming yes but there is a little more confidence when yeah. you're you know you Can know who you yeah. are yeah. serving um at the youth specialties convention a few weeks ago in an elevator with a guy and i'm going hey how's the conference going he goes oh it's it's good but man you come here you just you know i'm finding out like i'm a terrible awful youth worker See ya. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, but 
you know, in, in a quick moment, like, no, you're not. Quit comparing yourself to right. all these people right. you hear and speak who are not doing what they're saying they're doing anyway or right. are just right. telling you your, yeah. their best stories yeah, ever. The highlights of my Or they've yeah. given that same talk a hundred times and so you're oh, like, oh, I I never, I'm no, you know, I, I don't have any, I never led Billy Graham to the Lord. You know, that, those types of moments. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> Leading Josh to the Lord is the closest thing. Oh, yeah. It was a Look very difficult, difficult conversion. <laughs> Look at your legacy. Uh, uh, and Matt McGill, formerly on the show, still not a Christian. <laughs> Our records reflect you're not a Christian. Our reflect. You may not be a person of faith. I've never heard that story. That is hilarious. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Yes. Reflect. Uh, hey, um, this is, let's go short on this one because this one's going to be a little bit of a niche question, so it won't reach all of our audience. Okay. But so we we don't have to belabor this one a little bit. If your own child is in your youth ministry, how much should you ask them for feedback on events, sermons, activities, etc.? In my experience, you don't have to ask. They're going to give it to you. <laughs> Man, this sucked. Oh, okay. All that right. game was so long. Dad, that didn't happen like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Abby said that to me before. She's like, you kind of added a couple of things to that story. I'm like, yes, for dramatic effect. Exactly. Never let the communicating, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, I, you want me to keep your friends awake or not? <laughs> I do think there's some value in some side conversations and stuff. I I don't know. I, I don't typically involve teenagers in the full debrief of an event. But I do think there's great anecdotal evidence. They're voting with their feet. They're voting with if they're bringing their friends to it. So there's a lot of things that you can debrief just by who's there. I don't know. I think you're going to get feedback. I want it. No, I but want I, it. I want for my but... kids on everything. Like, well, when you say my kids, are you talking Christian or are you talking youth group kids? No, you're our talking own your own kids. your own kids. kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like our own kids. But I see. Yeah, for me, I was like Cassie would go to volleyball practice. She'd come home. You know, how was volleyball practice? You know, Cody, how was football? Even now that they're grown. Hey, what'd you do at work today? I mean, I'm just as a dad. That's my style of dadding. Yeah. yeah. Is so. Would you say that like, hey, we just got back from roller skating night? And you'd ask them about events and activities? Yeah, so like Would if you they... debrief it with them? Yeah. Hey, what, what'd you like about tonight? What'd you, you know, who'd you talk to? What you didn't like? I, yeah, I'd find out. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, and sometimes what you find out is you find out the misses. Right. You know, so you like, yeah, well, we just, we were never able to, you know, there was no clear sign up. We didn't know how to, like, oh, really? I thought we were, I thought there was a clear <laughs> sign up. And, right. And then right. you, you know, you find things out like that, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid of their feedback. Yeah. I only have one Because if it's a real negative, they go on restriction. Uh, yeah, exactly. you're grown. You just do that Take once. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One of my kids gives really great, honest feedback that I feel like I can learn from. And the other one is just like... Happy talk. Yeah, I was just like, great. it was awesome. Like everything. <laughs> that was the best message I've ever heard. You I, know don't, I, mean? I don't want to crush your soul, mom. Yeah. So I'm... <laughs> What's Abby? Everything is the best thing she's ever experienced in her life. And then Ella's like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> she like my message tonight? Yeah, it's okay. I'm like, right. You were talking to the whole thing. I saw exactly. you. I never say that. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, it. so Ella's a little I bit more it. honest feedback. Like, eh, it was okay. That's okay. fair. Cool, That's cool, cool, fair. cool. That's good. Um, all right. Uh, for DYM, no, we'll save that for the next the oh, next show. Uh, what we're going to call the New Year's show. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the last year. This is the last show of the year. 2017. Oh really? Yeah. 
So Star Wars will be coming out around now. Oh yeah, absolutely. 2017. It's done. This is the last show, 2017. So long, farewell. What are we? What are we doing for the new show? Do we have a new format? Do we have a new Jason? Or is it still Jason? <laughs> He's out. <laughs> He got fired in episode 323. We actually have to have our kids listen to the show and evaluate Jason. Our own show. I love it. No, I'm going to shave. Jason's going to shave his beard for his costume. No, I really am for my costume. He has to for his costume. costume for the epic. Really? He's going to. I'm director Orson Krennic from Rogue One. I thought you were going to be. No, it's all changed, my friend. Wow. Oh, yeah. Are you sure okay. you want to say that? Because maybe it'll change again. No. That's a fair question. And Rogue One is what? Oh, come on. Doug. It's a show, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What a way to end 2017. Oh, it was a movie. It was a good one. Yeah. Very sad ending. Aren't you coming to the... Oh, you're not coming to the you know Star what? Wars 8 premiere. That hurts, Doug. You know, I told Kathy that... I, so here's here's the backstory, everyone. Sometimes you just have to sit out of things. <laughs> That's right. There is a um, there's the Star Wars premiere. There was one... How many years ago? Two years ago? Yeah. And we all dressed up. Jason and his sister rented out the whole place. We all paid... Way too much for these tickets to support, so Jason could go oh for free. Boy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Jason and his family not paying anything, but everybody dressed up. Twenty dollars swag bags, no, prizes, raffles. It, it was awesome. It was pre-show. Awesome. We all get in get in line, and people I haven't seen in five years. I'm talking to them while I'm standing in line, and now I'm worn out. Yeah, he's going. I just want to go home. I just want to <laughs> okay, give me a, give me a Darth Vader mask. So. <laughs> Yeah. You get it on that. And so I'm, uh, I am, <laughs> I'm in costume. We're all in costume. We have a good experience. I watch Star Wars. I don't fully get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Laser cats. Things blow up. <laughs> Things blow up and, and. Wait. Yep. You know, people talk in different languages. You're welcome. Right? Wow, this is wonderful. Okay. Keep it's literally going. Star Wars coming into life right now. Keep so, so do a Wookiee. Do a Wookiee. Thinking, wow, Fields. Okay, no, see, but, you think every youth master in America knows Star Wars. They love Star Wars. Well, a lot of people love Star Wars. It's Everybody. It's Everybody. A, if you're a youth master. No. I'm listening. So, Keep going. Anyway, I'm so it was a great night. It was fabulous. So now it comes around this year, and it's... It's just right in a really busy season. And, Christmas. And we said yes, and then I said, no, it's, I don't know. We didn't get on the tickets quick enough. We're going to sit in the front row. Blah, blah. Jason said, I'll take care of you. And, and I said to Kathy, I, I, she's like, I don't really want to. And I said, Jason's kind of hurt. She said, really? And I said, well, <laughs> he says it's like a big, he says it's a big deal, and we're not supporting his big deal. And she said, oh, "That's fair. No, it's more important than my wedding, Doug." Listen, she said, "Ask him if we rented out the movies to see the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> he would he would he go? go? I would, would come. Go. I would dress up. I would an invitation well. from Doug and Kathy Fields. I would be there. But would you go the second time we did it? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Well, like yes, I would. Twilight, Sex in the City. There's a lot of options here. It depends on the movie. Gilmore Girls. Yeah, exactly. And Star Wars. Right, those were all no's. <laughs> Star Wars is equivalent to Gilmore Girls to me. Okay. All right. Wow. All right. I just, I've told Josh. Now, haven't I said this, Josh? He said it. I don't know what he's going to say, but he I've said, said it. I've said, you need to just take me through, like, we'll do a marathon. That's and true. Take me through. And we can pause it every few minutes and explain to. Yeah. Like, I saw it when yeah. I was the first one. I was in junior high when it came out. All right. How, how did you not get swept up in Star Wars mania? 
Junior uh, high, that is like evil, prime age. Evil Knievel was out. Oh, that's true. He's pretty amazing. Yeah, there was and, a lot of awesome competitive And then I played sports, and so a lot of... <laughs> so those and you know, like those, you know, those sports, people didn't whatever. really watch sci-fi. Yeah, well, they're all CEOs now, so... Yeah, totally. Totally. I, I, the nerds I, rule the world. I missed it. I missed it. So, right. yeah. so I and you're going to miss it this year, too. I would like to like understand it all, but yeah. I just when they come out every four years, you go, oh look, at Chewbacca's back. Stepped on a cat right there. I agree. We're done. This is it. Heart and motivation, Star Wars. What an end to 2017, guys. That this is a best of show. I'm just saying, yeah. add this to the best of list, right? Just saying, here. should should we do? Uh, should we title this show Doug and Star Wars? Yes. I, absolutely. And then we'll do a mashup video. We'll ask our community to do mashup videos of you with real <laughs> Star Wars footage, but your sound effects. It'd be amazing. Hey, I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah, wait, give us some more. Give, uh, give us R2-D2. He's the beep. <laughs> okay. Lasers. Lasers. I already did lasers. Uh, explosion. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I mean, Yoda. Yeah, do Yoda. Yoda. Do Yoda. Mm. Uh. <laughs> me, me no understand this movie. <laughs> See you next year, everybody. Oh. Jeff Lucas will be real happy. That's the one thing I do know. It's Randy Lucas. <laughs> oh All right, everybody, we love you. Send your questions to podcast at Download Youth Ministry. That's podcast at Download Youth Ministry. And we'll send you a picture back of Jason dressed as. Captain Nemo. <laughs> no, I Director do. Krennic from Rogue One. Yeah, which kind is of like Captain Nemo. Star Trek. Basically. <laughs> Good job. Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year. Cheers.